In May 2011, two high school friends and self-identifying film buffs saw the movie Thor together in theaters. These men promptly went their separate ways and mysteriously didn't communicate for a decade. Today, still obsessed with movies, they reunite as podcasters of fortune with the mission to tackle the movies and debates they missed out on for 10 years. On this podcast, they are always catching up. Welcome to the first episode of uh, Catching Up with Daniel and Aaron. Or actually, I put your name first, so it's, it's with Aaron and oh, Daniel. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> the The main thing is that you know that this is called Catching Up. I I don't need top billing. On this, so, <laughs> well, for royalty purposes, you might prefer to have. Oh, okay. Top okay. We're just maybe mine, just because it starts with A and his is D. We go alphabetically here. So that's, that's not true at all. We're starting with a movie that starts with T. So yeah. So okay, Aaron. My, uh, I, I guess we should just introduce ourselves as uh, two, two former high school friends. Yes. Who who, who met uh, in two thousand nine at Springdale High School. This is in Spring- auditioning for the Diary of Anne Frank. <laughs> let's just let's just immediately start this on a giant downer <laughs> that you and I met doing a play about the Holocaust. <laughs> We can only go up from here. Um, we did. We went to the attic. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, we did not survive. Um, I did. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You did. Uh, yeah, former the- former theater nerds, uh, forever movie nerds slash comic book nerds slash yes, te- just just nerds in general. When, when we when we were in high school, it was still kind of like looked down upon. No, no. I've, I've, I've wanted to have this conversation with someone for a very long time. Okay. 2008's when it shifted. Okay. I had graduated high school by that point, so... Doesn't... doesn't no, we met... Oh, we, we met... My bad. We met in 06. Yes. I said I, 09. Yeah. I said okay. 09. Okay, See, but you're right. 06. Already our facts okay. are wrong, because I graduated in 2007. <laughs> So okay, yes, and see, so this is going to be an interesting thing about the podcast too. Is a lot of the things that, um, like I grew up on, like there's there's an age gap between us. Like our, our two big, years, like that's that's I a mean, that's a significant like age gap if you think about it, especially during that time because like your Star Wars for the most part was was the prequels. No, uh, you I, gr- you grew up with b- both both. So I saw I saw the original trilogy in theaters in '97, special editions. Uh, which again, which again, this is these, these are this is this is why I feel like this is going to be a fun thing to talk about because we are you know giant geeks we're into all of these things but we have vastly different opinions on a bunch of things <laughs> one of which is Star Wars which I'm sure we will get to at some point on this show it'll come up naturally just yes, like... it will it just just like it did right there so I don't know it's it's nice. Um, Obviously, you know, catching up with Daniel and everything, we we reconnected on... you just said the title. I did. I did. I worked it in. Um, Here's your check. Thank you. Thank you. We're getting paid. (laughs) Um, No, but it's, you know, the the joys of uh, social media sometimes is getting to reconnect with with people that you haven't seen in a while and got to do that with Daniel and we had a couple drinks and we're like, you know what? Like, we should do a podcast. (laughs) And... 
lo and behold, here two we weeks are. Two, yeah, two weeks later. Two weeks later. So, but anyway, I, my name is Dale McFadden. Um, if you're familiar with me, I'm a NASCAR journalist by trade. Uh, and at night, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nerd, geek, whatever. Uh, uh, Aaron, like, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Aaron Cohurst. I am, I guess, a former professional wrestler. I did that for the uh, the amount of time where Daniel was no longer in my life. So he, he's gotten to miss all of that crazy time where I was traveling the country, wrestling other men for money in spandex. So I remember seeing some social media posts. Okay. So like I was I was aware of it. Like I was aware of it. Yeah. But so. uh, now I'm just a uh, a bartender and a homeowner now. So that's <laughs> that's exciting. We're we're filming this in the middle of my move to my house. So I apologize for any sound difficulties that we were having right now. Former professional wrestler question mark uh, home bartender homeowner home, homeowner homeowner has to be on there all right because that like that was a hell of a process and everything and the fact that I was able to pull that off I'm very thankful for. Okay so so the, the basic premise of this is that me, me and Aaron Aaron the two of us before two weeks ago the last time me and you pretty much had any contact whatsoever was May 5th at least early May, yes. 2011. Uh, you, you and I and two of my other friends, I, I went back in my Facebook posts from that week to, to, to make sure that I wasn't, like, imagining it. No. Like, we, we saw Thor. The, the crazy thing is, I vividly remember so much about this night. Because I don't vividly. Oh. I remember leaving. I remember leaving the movie with you. Okay. Like getting in your car. Okay. I remember that. That's pretty much it. Okay. I remember like because I just got. Th this was the day I got my license back. Because again, I was twenty two. Mm -hmm. I think at this time I was twenty two, and um, I had just gotten a DWI six months prior. So the day that Thor was coming out was the day I got my driver's license back from that. So. Um, I had that. We were going to Buffalo Wild Wings. We ate Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, we had a we had a fairly significant like group in this. And then this was also before movie theaters were like you could pick your seat. Mm -hmm. So we had to like halfway camp out to get decent seats for it. I so I remember there being like an, being at the movie theater an hour or two mm -hmm. beforehand, so you'd be first in line. Well, according to my Facebook account from that night, like before we went to the movie, we. We had a marathon of the previous MCU movies. Okay, see, I don't remember this. I don't remember it either, but that's what I'm picking. Me, okay. you, my friend uh, Mason DeLucci, okay. and CJ. Colt. Was CJ, CJ was with us as well. I don't remember. But, okay. but yeah, we, we watched, apparently we watched the first three. The first three. There was only three at the time. Um, and then we went and saw that's Thor. How, that's how old we are <laughs> on, on this. It's 25 now. So, so we, saw, we saw the Fiesta Square yes. in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um. <laughs> okay, so I, I like I, I told you earlier, like I did research just to like figure out like what all was going on okay. in early May. So, p p putting you back in like that period, uh, Barack Obama was still in his first term. Okay, as president, uh, there were only four generations of iPhones at this point. Okay, uh, Charlie Sheen was a couple months fresh off his very public, very manic. Uh, spiral winning, winning. Okay, tiger blood. Yes, this this was that spring. Okay, okay. Um, 
that, yeah, we got Tiger Blood and Winning got injected into the public lexicon. Uh, the week after Thor uh, came out, the following week, Smallville ended its 10-year run. Okay. Um, do you remember what happened three days before Thor came out? On May 2nd? May 2nd. No. It was a pretty big thing it... for, like, the country. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, on May 2nd, 2011, three days before Thor came out, uh, Osama Bin Laden was killed. Okay. okay. So it was a week. Well, if that was the case, so so Thor came out on a Wednesday? Well, it, it came out, um, we would have saw the, the, the midnight showing yeah, of so, May 5th. So, so we saw... So, May 5th into 6th. Okay, so, but Osama Bin Laden was killed on a Sunday. I remember that, because it was at a wrestling pay-per-view. Really? Yeah, my timeline was literally, went from... This person just won a championship to being like, oh, we got Osama. So, <laughs> yeah, craziness. I was at a friend, my friend Skylar's house watching the Kevin Costner Robin Hood movie All right. that, that night. The the best Robin Hood movie. I, according to my Facebook, I did not like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Well, unfortunately, that is, you know, before 2011 and won't be on Catching Up. <laughs> but... Yeah. That was the Robin Hood film I grew up on. But yeah, so we, we saw Thor, May 5th, or the night of May 5th, and then we just went off, just, we, we ghosted each other. Lived, lived our lives. For, for so. a decade. Um, I, I went to work, went to college, I, I just, I just finished my sophomore year at that point. So I went, to, went back to college, grad school, professional career, covering NASCAR for NBC Sports. Now I'm not covering for, for NBC Sports, I'm a freelance writer right now. You're a bartender. I'm a bartender. Yeah, <laughs> so, living, but, living vastly, vastly different lives. So we we have ten years of movies and pop culture to catch up on. Yes. Starting with we're, we're starting with Thor. So we I thought I thought that would just be appropriate place to start. It's a, it's a good one. So and then we're just gonna just slowly make our way forward. We'll always be catching up. Yes. We're, we're never going to be on on time. I'm gonna be completely honest. I feel like you and I should have dyed our eyebrows this episode <laughs> oh i feel like we missed something there. oh, oh Why not? no chris hemsworth's prosthetics are gonna come up okay all right <laughs> so, so anyway um so yeah we're starting with thor we're just make our way forward like the movie after this will be x-men first class um but uh because spoiler alert there will be more than one episode of this so yeah we got nothing better to do this is true. <laughs> so. And obviously, you don't either if you're listening to this. But we appreciate it, and thank you. So. But, um, but yeah. So, we're, we'll, we'll be doing movies. On this first season, we'll also uh, have individual episodes dedicated to two TV series of our choosing. Um, I, I'm guessing it's... The one you chose, I've never I've never watched. The one I chose, I don't think you've ever watched. I've watched you? episodes of it. I've never watched it, like, sat down watch the entire thing we're not going to give that one away you're going to have to follow along and no no more spoilers on this so no more well, burying the lead well we, we want people to, to watch this along with us yes so we do need to tell them what, what we're watching yes but we can tell them about it at the end of the episode okay so that way that they have a week to do their homework okay so, so all right so 2011 yes may 5th thor comes out there's three Marvel movies up to this point, MCU movies. Yes. What, what are your What were your initial thoughts on those first three movies by the time we get to Thor? Okay, so it's it's absolutely crazy to you know go back and and think about this in the the lens of 
you know, what Marvel has done now. But, I mean, it was just, it was so crazy. I remember watching Iron Man for the first time in that post credit scene, and they're, you're just like, what? Like, is this, is this really happening? And then, yeah. you know... Tony shows up at the end of the Incredible Hulk movie, and then... Which they spoiled in the trailers. Hey. Okay. <laughs> they wanted people to come see it. I know, I mean, yeah. Those, those movies yeah. didn't come out far apart either. Um, they were a month. They were a month apart. Again, like, so. I... What's what's really funny about, like, going back and, you know, as we continue to do this, is just seeing, like, they were just kind of going by, like, you know, the seat of their pants and everything with... Yeah. And just kind of seeing, like, what stuck and what went, but... I mean, I enjoyed all of them up to that point. I mean, it was just nice, like I said, as a as a geek to be seeing this stuff on screen. And I mean, but that being said, Thor was the first one that I was like, I was really worried about if they were going to be able to pull that off really? like, with the two worlds and everything, because like I'm a little bit more of a comic book geek than the, me than, than you, Daniel. Yeah, is. you read the comics. So the only, the only Star Wars comics or the only comics I read are Star Wars okay. comics. So, so um, but when I got back into comics, oddly enough, was after I graduated high school in 2007, and one of the books that I was reading was uh, Straczynski's Thor. So I like, and it was one of my favorite books. So I was just like, are they going to be able to pull this off? And for the most part, I really think that they did. So, well, I, I remember the weekend, the, like the Monday after Iron Man came out, I remember the announcement. Oh, here come the the, the rest of here comes the rest of Phase One. And it was okay. like Iron Man Two. Thor, Captain America, and then the Avengers. Like, oh, okay, they're, they're doing this. They're doing it. And, you know, there wasn't any MCU movies in 2009. You had, you had, you had out of the gate, you had Iron Man and Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk come out a month apart. And then you had Iron Man 2 in 2010, which I camped out for six hours in front of Razorback Theater okay. to, to, to go see those that movie. Kind of regret that. Hey. Um, <laughs> and then Thor came out. The following year, so but up until that point, my rankings were Incredible Hulk, Iron Man, Iron Man Two. See, I had I had Incredible Hulk ranked very high for a very long time, and then as you know, rewatching it and as it's getting further away, it's just it's a solid like standalone film, but it just doesn't feel at all connected to what ended up you know becoming the yeah. MCU. So well, for a long time, it wasn't really even acknowledged. Yeah, like it was just kind of like this. Thing over here that, but then you had Thunderbolt Ross finally shows up, and he's been he's been in what two movies? Well, I don't know because we're still in 2011. Oh, come so on. I'm, not, I'm not I'm not sure on these other. Things. Oh, come but, on! But it, it is cool that they're starting to acknowledge it a lot more, like they did the the What If episode yeah. recently. But my my big thing was I didn't necessarily care for the cast. I know this, this is supposed mm. to be a Thor episode, but since we're kind of going on a, a tangent with this. I loved the cast of the Ang Lee Hulk movie. Mm-hmm. Like I love. I've, Jennifer, ne- I've, I've never watched that. Oh, one. okay. I've never I, that I one. love Jennifer Connelly. I love uh, Sam Elliott as Thunderbolt Ross. Um, Eric Bana playing, you know, Bruce Banner. So Hulk's one of my favorite comic book characters. Yeah. So like to me, that there's no bad Hulk, and I think that <laughs> the the worst MCU movie is still better than you know ninety percent of the movies of like this geek genre that come out these days anyway so okay but I still remember like through like 2010 2011 there was people saying are they really gonna pull this off like there was fear like it was like gonna fall apart all of a sudden like justifiably so I mean like you know spoiler alert for like the X-Men franchise like even with 
everything that's going on and then, you know, we're going to be talking about First Class next week and all the good faith that that built up and we got two good movies with that timeline. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when we get a good superhero movie at that time, like, it, it's a big deal. <laughs> so, I mean, like, we're, we're, very, we're very spoiled these days with Marvel. Thank you, Kevin Feige. But, like... Like, there's good years for movies and then there's this downright awful year for yes. movies. Yes. Like, 2011, pretty good. Pretty good. Thor, Captain America, First Class, that's that's a good summer. We we have we have a good list of episodes that we're going to be doing for this. I'm excited to talk about them. Some of them because I haven't seen them since 2011 and they were not good. <laughs> so, so are any, are any of these movies that you haven't seen? I'd have to redo our list or have to take another list, look at the list. Uh, I don't think so for 2011. Uh but 2012, there I think there's okay. two or three that we were talking about. Because there's some in this batch that I have not seen. I take that back. So. I take that back. There is one. It's right there. Oh, you, you haven't seen... I haven't seen that. Oh, okay. The, the, the one that came out in 2011. So. Okay. Okay, I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> so. so, this this is fun. I mean, just getting to... I saw that before I saw the original. Ooh, okay. So, I, I didn't see that because of the original. Yeah. And, you know... That's, that's another real fun thing about, like, this, too, is just being, like, which ones you saw first mm-hmm. and how that, you know, affects your opinion yeah. on certain things. So, so okay, so so Thor, like I said, I've, I've never read the comics. Okay. So, like, I remember going to see it and being, being okay with it. My, my, my Facebook status after, like, at 222 or whatever, whatever that morning after we got out of the theater uh, uh, I said to, to, I was quoting a friend th- this quote from Austin Smith pretty sums up my thoughts and my feelings on Thor it's I wow <laughs> alright that, that, that was my review <laughs> I I remember walking out and thoroughly enjoying it the big thing that I was worried about and again you know if you know like if you read the Thor comic books and everything the uh, the Donald Blake Situation. I was mm-hmm. curious what they were going to do with that because in some of the comic books, like Thor's not Thor all the time. The whole thing is yeah. like he who possesses this hammer, if, you know, will possess all the power of Thor. It's a, just a dude, and he picks up the hammer, and mm-hmm. then he becomes he becomes Thor. And I thought it was a really good move on their side to just scrap that. I liked the nod that, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, the okay, reference. that's the ex-boyfriend and that's the yeah. relation to Jane Foster and getting that in there. Again, you know, just cool little Easter eggs that are in that movie. Um, I know I mentioned Straczynski earlier, the, the writer of Thor. He's actually the, the guy who finds Mjolnir at the beginning of it. When the, oh. the, the, tr- the guy in the truck and oh, everything. Oh, that's, really? Okay. That's Straczynski. Okay. So that was that's that's a cameo I got more excited about than seeing Stan Lee being like, did it work? So <laughs> So like before before you like when was the last time you watched Thor? Like I did a rewatch of all of the Marvel movies before Endgame came out. Oh you did? Okay. So I think the last time I watched it was I did rewatch before the first Avengers. Okay. I think I think. I think so it's been a while. Okay. But I mean like that was still what, twenty eighteen was Endgame? Or twenty nineteen? Eight Oh, oh, uh, yeah, nineteen. Okay, in game was nineteen. So it, yeah. it had been it had been two years since I'd seen this movie. So, but like in general, it it was better than I had led myself to believe there was. Mm-hmm. Like I think it went down a little bit um, easier. Um, it, it I mean it takes a while for it to get in the gear. 
Um, like when, for me, it, it doesn't really start until he crash lands on Earth. Okay, interesting. Because I like I have a different take with it. Is I really don't care about anything that happens on Earth. Right oh wow! Okay, like, I feel like it's, oh it's, okay, I, we're already already yeah. we're diverging. I, I mean, I feel like they get like obviously you know they go for a lot of the like the cheap laughs and everything, but I think that like the stronger stuff in these movies has nothing to do with like Earth related things for for me personally, mm-hmm. and I think like the strongest stuff in this is like. That very like Shakespearean dynamic yeah. with the power struggle, and then that goes, you know, with the, which is why they brought, brought yes. in Kenneth Braga to yeah, direct. Exactly, um, and again, this is this is my first time seeing Chris Hemsworth in anything. Star Trek Online. Okay, in a in a big big, big role, big, big role. role, big role, yeah. Because like in Star Trek. Oh nine, I'm not thinking like who's this guy. I'm just like, oh hey, that's the the captain is the the bad guy from Iron Man, is what I was thinking in that oh! first that first thing. Yeah, but um, so this is like a big like first time seeing him. It's definitely the first time I've ever seen like Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. And then you know we're talking about like these big Shakespearean things and like the scene when and I I loved it. I remember I I just watched this movie last night and the scene where he goes down to. Uh, where all of the the relics are, and it's right after he finds out he's messing with the what is the name of the the artifact? I don't know. <laughs> and he, but the the glowing the, thing, the, 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 the ice giant, like, and it's it's Loki, and he grabs it and he does the turnaround with Odin, Anthony Hopkins behind him, and he's you know frost giant Loki, and just that that moment that they have together, I'm like, this man is such a talented actor. Oh yeah, and it's just. And again, like, the first thing that you see in him is, you know, Thor and Odin, like, getting into it, and Tom Hiddleston is doing this fantastic, just voiceless acting, like, just with his eyes and where he's looking, I'm like, and for me, and just the the Thor series in general, I feel like how much you love these is based on how much you appreciate Tom Hiddleston, which I feel like a lot more people do now with the Disney Plus series. Oh, yeah. But it's so, so, like, even, it's so... It's so odd because they, they look, he looks like a baby. They all look like babies. <laughs> Except Anthony Hopkins, who somehow looks older in this movie than he does in any of the other ones. But it, it's it's very funny because, like, you think that these guys, like, they've aged very well, but they look, I mean, again, this movie's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah, they're, they're kids. Oh, so. well, I think Thor is one of, like, the, the bigger gambles of that phase one just because of how weird it is yes. compared to everything that, that that came before and also like the your leads outside of Natalie Portman are the only ones of the Iron Man Incredible Hulk Captain America who are pretty much unestablished yes. like they're, they're they're nobodies so and now now they're still around yeah. like of all I, the guys who made it past in game they're still around I feel like I feel like Chris Evans is at that point wasn't a huge name either. But he he'd done the Fantastic Four. He he done um, not another teen movie. True, true. He, but he, I mean, he'd been but, around. But for I mean, a like while. as far as like a leading guy mm. in that. So I mean, like that's one thing that's very cool about these Marvel movies. In hindsight, again, we're talking you know about movies that have been out for ten years. Is that they took a lot of risks in their casting. Like they did safe bets and everything with like supporting roles and everything. But yeah, like. They took some gambles and they found some new people that we're going to be talking about for a long time on this podcast. So, so but yeah, um, but yeah, it like one thing I really liked early on with Hiddleston is like 
when they're when they're going to the frost giant planet Yo, or whatever. Man. So it's like clear, clearly, you know, so something's up, and like, but it feels like there, there there are points where I don't know if Loki's acting or if he generally like wait crap, uh, I I don't have control of this, which I I thought I. Uh, which I appreciated because you're you're not sure yeah what wh- where if he's in control of everything exactly um what's what's funny about that that frost you know when they're at Jotunheim like some of it looks very good and, and then some of it looks very bad and oh there there's there's more than one shot of I think uh, Jimmy Alexander's character and another character running from oh, the beast oh, and oh they are clearly oh when they're running so everyone likes to poke fun at the like the peter jackson king kong movie when they're running away from the dinosaurs and like how bad that looks uh-huh. this shot was horrible they're like, clearly superimposed on a yes, green screen yes. it, it was bad um it looked like you know um how i feel about a lot of the uh, the justice league or the the dc movies mm-hmm. these days and also like so, I feel like CG, this is another thing, when it's done right, looks fantastic. Yeah. But when it's when it's so, like, heavily relied upon, it doesn't look good. So, like, a lot of these, like, Disney films that come out, I f- it just, it doesn't doesn't work for me. But I, I, I then, again, saying this, what they were able to do years later, like, making completely CGI characters that look like they have weight and, you know, it's... It's crazy, and that's one thing I'm definitely looking forward to as far as, like, going and watching these movies and being, like, just seeing how much this has progressed over the past decade. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- okay, let's, let, let's let's talk about just things in general that didn't age well with this movie. Like, the green screen shots, like yes. that. Um, the fight at the end between Thor and the Destroyer. That, was, that, was that really a fight? I don't know what it was. It, like, there's, there's a tornado. There, yes. Thor, Thor does some... Stuff in the tornado. The, the thing, um, I mean, since we're talking about the end of the movie, the thing that I thought was just weird was like him getting the hammer, and then it was just like we're gonna show his like costume going back on. It was like we're doing the you know, um, the Batman and Robin like we're, <laughs> we're doing the, the flash yeah. like zoom in or on these uh, all the the costume and everything. So I mean, there was still there's still a lot of those tropes in mm-hmm. like that from earlier like comic book movies that I felt were, were in this and like a lot of the gags that they were going for were like felt like they were like really like cheap laughs mm-hmm. so but I mean for me like one of the coolest scenes in it is when he's going to get Mjolnir for the first time like when he's going into the, the shield base mm-hmm. and and just doing that I feel like again Here's the the other thing with that this is our first time seeing Hawkeye Jeremy Renner is Hawkeye for two minutes. Hey, two I mean minutes. it's but it, but I mean like it's you have to you you have to put him somewhere to set, set him up for adventure. You yeah, have to. I mean so we had we had Black Widow introduced in Iron Man two and then like we get to see Hawkeye and you know again it's just that the world building that they were doing at the time. But I felt like that was one of their stronger things because it's not uh, it wasn't totally reliant on CGI in that scene. Or anything, mm-hmm. and a lot of it was like in camera, and so that was stuff that st- stuck out to me in okay. that movie. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's uh, wigs, hair yeah, prosthetics, yeah. Like I don't know, like the <laughs> more so than that, because I mean, like you just kind of get used to bad wigs watching movies a lot of the time. But the eyebrows were what really did it for me. His face just didn't look natural at all with that. So. 
And what's funny is like I think I think Feige says that like if he could go back and he could change one thing, like not necessarily even about like Thor as a movie, but like the MCU in general, is he wouldn't have dyed his eyebrows. <laughs> have you read that somewhere? That I, I I I don't have like a quote or like direct quote, but I I have heard this, so. And I believe it. I mean, it's it's very distracting once you know about it. Mm-hmm. Well, they fixed it by by Avengers. Yes. So, so I mean, that, that that's fine. Um, the town on the that a lot of the action takes place yes. in looks very too new. Oh, it it, it, it it this looks like this was built for, for this for movie. This, yes. It's it's like out in the middle of nowhere and but it, and it, it looks great. Okay. So and it's in it's in New Mexico and so like at the time like the the, the Thor book that I was reading it was it took place it took place in Oklahoma. But mm. what you're mentioning what's funny about the town is like that big fight with you know the destroyer and everything it's supposed to be this like town with people and everything and they just conveniently are able to get everybody out of the way so it's only the main cast and you know with them. So I, I thought that was really funny too. Again, it's but I definitely agree. But I mean, again, it's it's nice to that it was actually like built on a location as opposed to like <laughs> a sound studio. So surely they could have found like some sort of ghost town, renovate the ghost town, keep a little bit of the the the, the decay or whatever. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. But thankfully, not too much of it was you know taken place there. They just, I mean, they just had to blow it up. Destroyer was going to come up and just mess everything up, so they were going to have to mess it up anyway. So, okay, so what, for you, what's aged well about Thor? Um, I feel like it's just a very, like, great start to what ended up coming, like, out of this. I feel like it's a great base, like, introduction for, for Thor, or you know, Chris Hemsworth as Thor, mm-hmm. and then Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Um, also. Uh, can we can we talk about the Warriors three for mm-hmm. for a second? Like I absolutely love Ray Stevenson as Volstag. Okay, like he he's an actor that I like a lot. I don't know if you ever saw him as the Punisher. No, I'm not. No, okay, I haven't. that was that was 2008. But um, I just I thought it had like a fun supporting cast because again, like I said, like for me the the stuff that appeals to me about these Thor movies is. The like the more Asgardian stuff as opposed to the the Earth stuff. So him like having just this like group of friends that like he goes and does stuff with. I'm just like okay, this is great. Like I didn't expect to necessarily like see them on screen, and I think it's hilarious when they're walking into the town. Everyone's just like, you know, oh, it's like Xena and Robin Hood and everything <laughs> on that. Well, like in another universe, Jamie Alexander would have been like cast as Wonder Woman. I'd be fine with that. I'm 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 curious to see if she's gonna well be back in the the next one and everything. Well, she, so. she I mean well she was yeah well I guess one reason she wasn't she hasn't been around was she had the TV show she did an NBC Blind Spot, she, so she was preoccupied. Yeah. But so it was but it was weird that after after her long absence she she pops up on Loki yeah. like oh yeah she's she's definitely a character because I mean like Sif's more of a when again this again with the comics at the time. Um, Ragnarok had happened, and so Thor's bringing everybody back, and Loki is a girl at this point mm-hmm. in it, and you find out that, like, Loki had taken Sif's body. So, like, Sif is a bigger, like, player in the okay. comics than she's ever been in the movies thus far, 
So I'm, I'm curious to see if she gets a, a bigger role in any of the other ones, because I am a big fan of her as well. Okay. So I, I wish I remembered in 2000, how my thoughts like towards Darcy in 2011, because I can't remember if I liked her at that time or not. But she's... I love Okay. <laughs> like, in 2021, I... Like, especially after uh, WandaVision, I I still... I, I adore her. I, I think I think she's great later on. But, again, like I said, like, the stuff that doesn't do it for me in this movie is, like, those jokes. But I understand, like, why they have to be in there for this. Because it's, you know, it's connecting it to... It's like, oh, like, we have to... Uh, make this a little bit like more mainstream and you know connect to because again it's not not everyone's going to be into that asgardian stuff so they have to bring like the earth realm stuff and make jokes earth realm there's my like not about hogan being raiden and mortal Kombat and everything that was a definite freudian slip right there so um but i mean i i thought that they did a did a good job as far as like balancing it and I understand like why that was on there but it just so so not not a fan of Darcy no wow okay no, I, like, I, like she's hilarious in it and adorable I mean I just I don't I don't think it like works in the long run which I mean <laughs> pe- people we're gonna talk about it later on and everything but like well she, she represents like the, us the, like she's, yeah, she's supposed yeah. to be us in this situation uh, but I mean, and it—I I think she more represents people who don't have any idea about the comics. Okay, like like mispronouncing Milner's name and meow Um, but I'm like, for me, like the jokes that the jokes that work for me in this are like when he's going and getting coffee, and yeah. know, he throws down another, or you know when he's going to try to get something to ride 50 miles west and he's you know <laughs> a, cat, a cat or a dog it's like give, give me one, one of those, those that I can, yeah that like, I can ride. like that's that stuff to me is funny like you know oh, no, the fish on the water stuff is yeah. awesome um and or i mean he's still a human and everything but you know when eric goes and picks him up from shield and then they go to the bar and yes. he drinks eric under the table like him still being able to do that <laughs> like to me that stuff is like what works for it and i feel like you know, we'll be talking about Thor The Dark World later, and for a lot of people, that's not a movie that they like, and they leaned into, again, those three characters. And then you go and you watch Thor Ragnarok, which I don't know how you feel about it, and we're going to find out and everything, but I feel like it's widely considered, like, one of the best Marvel movies, and it does not have those characters in it. Yeah, it, it would, like, yeah, talking about, like, Thor Ragnarok, th- this is a movie, with, with that movie in your headspace, it, it, yes. it, it pales. Yes. It's like, it's like, uh, it, it's, if Thor Ragnarok doesn't exist, you might feel better about the first Thor. But exactly, like, and, Ragnarok and that, that's exists. that's one thing with like the hindsight. But again, like I do, I do like this movie. Like I, I think it's fun. I think it, I think it has aged well if you can get past some like the CGI fights and everything. But um, I, I feel like the, and I will say this about a lot. You will hear me say this a lot about the Marvel movies especially at the beginning is the strong points are very very strong but like the weaker stuff it just it, it's carried by the high points for me and for this like big high points are 
like Tom or Tom Hiddleston in this movie. So, and and that Shakespearean element that we were talking about. So, what's what's your favorite joke in this movie? Um, I really enjoy the the Idris Elba bit. We haven't brought him up yet. Um, when the Warriors Three and Sif go up to him, and they're trying to get him to like open the Bifrost for him, mm-hmm. and he just lets them like go by. He's he like, I can't. <laughs> he like, just le- he leaves yeah, the post. He starts walking away. He's like, I can't, you know, disobey my king and everything. And it's just like, all right, and he just goes by. I feel like that was a a great gag. That that's one thing that I remember about uh, the build up to this is like white supremacists were royally pissed off that Idris Elba, an African-American man, had gotten cast as Heimdall. Really? I don't remember this. Yeah. At all. So. Hmm. But I thought he was great. I This is honestly probably one of the first things that I saw Idris Elba in as well, because I hadn't watched The Wire up to this point. And yeah, neither have I. I can't remember. Yeah, that's probably, that probably the first time. And then, then a few years later, he's like, Killed off screen. <laughs> he is not killed off screen, sir. He's was killed he? in the very beginning of uh, Infinity War. Spoiler alert. Was he? Oh, okay. Okay. I forgot. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he had been killed off screen. No. My bad. Um, was there not a title card for this movie? Like, they ever flashed Thor on the screen? I don't think so. Because I was like 20 minutes into it. It's like, is there, is there not a title card? Because I was going to take a picture of the title card and send it to you to show you that okay, I was, I was watching it. It was like I was just like waiting for the title card. Yeah. It never showed up. Um, um, real, real quick again. Sorry, because I don't have notes and things are coming to my mind. Um, Agent Coulson yeah. in this is fantastic. Um, yeah, I feel that, like he's, he's going to be one. Of my, that was going to okay. be one of my notes. I'm, I'm, again, I haven't seen his notes, but like, just he is an unsung hero of Phase One for me. Oh, like, oh I feel yeah. Like, like just he's he's that connecting thread. For me, oh, he's, yeah, he's 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 the the thing that the whole phase one pivots on. Yes, and like, I feel like him he works as far as you know. We were talking about that comedy and everything. Like when the destroyer comes down and he's thinking it's like Tony Stark tech, and like that's a funny like bit and gag to me. Like I feel well, like no, he's he's he, the the other agent said, "Is that one of Starks?" And he says, "I don't know. He doesn't okay. tell me anything." Like that, <laughs> like that that gag that works for me. Well, really, my, my note for this was, like, this is really the only time before you get to, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where you see Coulson kind of being completely serious. Mm-hmm. He, he's not being aloof or anything. He's not, like, Gaga over or Captain America. He's not the straight guy playing to Tony Stark for yeah. comedic effect. He's, like, all business in this yes. movie. This, this is really the only time you get to see that he's, is in this movie. He's also... Uh, like speaking of the agents and everything, that's the the first time we get to see a particular agent who's going to be playing a, a bigger role down the line in these MCU movies. That was like that. There's the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood meme, you know, where he's pointing at the screen. That was me. Uh, that was my first time really noticing. I was like, oh hey, there he is. So, oh we should we should we should have like watched the on the way to Thor's hammer short because oh. that, that's kind of part of this. So. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen that short. Oh, you haven't? No. Okay, it's it's a Coulson short. It's okay. like it's like this mini just like mini Coulson adventure like on his way to to the hammer. Okay. I I hadn't seen a lot of the shorts until like I thankfully before, you know, Shang-Chi and everything, they put up the the Hail to the King one yeah. on Disney Plus. I hadn't seen that one yet. So, but 
Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I like Coulson a lot. So, as as I was watching this movie, oh, like one one thing, one of my favorite was I wouldn't even call it a gag, maybe, but like when the Warriors three show up in town and they arrive at Jane's place and they're like banging on the window. <laughs> Found you. <laughs> Th- that. I thought that gave off such huge Galaxy Quest vibes. Okay. Like, specifically, Jimmy Alexander, she looks like... She's got this huge, like, grin on her face. She, she looks like the head a- a- female alien chick. Yes. From Galaxy Quest. Yes. Man, I... I love Galaxy Quest so much. Like, that is... That's so great. I, have, have you watched the doc on that yet? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Okay. I saw it so, in theaters. That, that might be a future episode, is us talking about a documentary about a movie that we like because it came out before 2011. <laughs> so. So, w- w- one thing that I felt better about, slightly better about, about after this movie w- was Jane. Because I spent, like, the last decade or so just, like, not really liking her okay. as a character. Um, um, I love Natalie Portman. Great actress. Um, but I, I just... I For... For the last ten years, I viewed her relationship with Thor as specifically through this like they they they're they're hot for each other. Mm-hmm. That that's 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 how I viewed it for for most part. That that was their dynamic. There was nothing else to it. Um, but after watching this, I was like, okay, no, she she's she's a Type A nerd who who who's really into her research. Yeah. And for the first half of the movie, is just using Thor in order to further her research purposes. But then, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, this is this is a very like you know paint by numbers like love story type type of thing. Honestly, one thing that I like because I I couldn't remember if they did it like at the end of the movie when you know he's like I'm I'll like come back and everything. Yeah. And, like she wants to kiss him and then like he just like kisses her hand. I'm like man that should have been it. Had, had they, yeah, exactly. It should have like, been it. Had they just cut it right there, it would have been like it would have been so great. But. It's. I think she's. I think she's great in this movie. Out of the you know the three characters that we were talking about, like Eric's fun. Like I, I enjoy him as like yeah. middleman. But I feel like them how they how they incorporated like Asgard and they're giving like a scientific explanation for everything. I feel like in a movie where I'm going to uh uh what what is the phrase the disbelief I'm gonna suspend disbelief yes. I feel like it worked really well. I felt I felt like they did a did a good job with that and just bringing her in. I I thought I thought she did she did good. And again, Natalie Portman is an insanely talented actress. So, but yeah, if it, I, yeah, I really wish they had just yeah. But any kept kept it at kiss, kissing the hand. But nope, nope, well, they had to. But again, any like <laughs> so. I, but her her story arc in this is not like anything super spectacular and I felt like she definitely elevated the material that she was given as opposed like any any other actress I feel like you could have you probably would have been sharing the exact same feelings that you've had for the last 10 years on a rewatch if it was someone else yeah but but yeah as soon as, soon as they kiss I'm like this is, there's nothing earned in this moment at all <laughs> like, but I'm, gl- I'm glad she's coming back for Yes, Thor, Thor: Love and Thunder. She, I'm, I'm excited. She gets the, she gets to wield the hammer. That's as, gonna be awesome. As excited as I am about like her coming back for that, I'm, I'm as far as like return characters or anything along those lines. It's just like I'm just glad they gave it back to Taika Waititi. So <laughs> that's, that's that's where I'm at on my my Thor discussion. So 
Loki straight up murders Thor in this movie. <laughs> yes. With, with, with the destroyer. Just he straight he, up murders him. You know what else? Not only that, does he, he straight up murder him at all. He's like committing genocide. But no, like he's committing genocide as well. Like on this thing. And you know, as much as, and again, I didn't even think about it until we were just talking about it. You know, like you're talking about Thor wanting to go to war and do this thing for his father like that mm-hmm. he couldn't do and then at the end of the movie Loki's hanging off and he's like I could have done it like father for you it's like he's wanting to do the exact same thing Thor was doing and it's mm-hmm. so just like in a completely different way like so I, I feel like that's that's a very interesting take which I honestly hadn't even thought of until right now but like like if I'm Thor and you, your brother, stepbrother, whatever, just, like, straight up murders you. Like, why ever give him another shot? <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, like how, how many shot, how many how many chances does Thor give so do you, Loki do you, over the last ten years? Do you, do you have a brother? I have a, I have a little sister. Okay. I mean, like, yeah, it's... Fa- family's a very, very strange thing. So, like, you give, you give people the, the benefit of the doubt and the chance, and you want to see the good in people, and... All of these things. So, but, yeah, it is it is pretty crazy. I mean, again, he came back, like, no harm, no foul type of thing. So, and, he, and at the time, like, he wasn't really Thor at that thing. He was just a dude. Like, had, uh, had Loki not done it, he might have just stuck on Earth and never became, you know, Thor again. So, <laughs> you know, thanks, bro. So, like, what, what's your... What's your, your your ranking of this movie? For, like, just in general? Yeah, like, just like, give it a score. What, what, what's your Thor score? I give it a B. B? A, solid, a solid B. Like, uh, it's, it's entertaining. Like, it's not a, not a bad way to, you know, spend a Sunday night, which is what I did. So, um, but it's, it's also not one of those movies where I'm just like, man, I need to rewatch this. Yeah. Like, so... But it's fun, and I feel like giving it anything less than that would kind of be unfair to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty much right there. I think B minus, maybe. Okay. B minus. Um, for, for I mean, it's for where the MC was at that point. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if we're if we're talking about movies like, especially like comic book movies at that time, like I can't really think of a whole lot of ones off the top of my head other than you know like the. The, the I mean obviously it's Batman movies that were out at the time Iron Man and then like Hellboy but I mean it's it's up there for sure especially at this time like as as it goes down like Marvel really you know became the machine that it the MCU became that machine and they were like this is what works we're world building and everything so well, what's funny is like at the, at the time like we, we saw this at like Fiesta Square like yeah. it was the only theater in our area, that was sh- give, doing midnight showings of Thor at the time, which su- surprised me even now. It's like, re- I mean, really? I mean, we- it's this is this is the thing that's crazy about this now too. Is like midnight showings don't really even happen anymore. You, now, now movies that are coming out because of the like the popularity of them and everything, they do them at like seven and ten o'clock. So. Well, that that started basically the following year after the. The Dark Knight Rises shooting. Okay, that, that's yeah, when. That's yeah, when. Yeah. That's okay. like that okay. was the demarcation okay. line for that. Because I would. Because I was about to say. I was because 
I couldn't remember if it was oh if it happened at Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. It was Rises. Yeah. So okay, so that that makes a lot more that makes a lot more sense with it. But also like they used to, it used to just be one thing like we would have this midnight showing, and you know try to make some money. But now they realize that they can get like a whole other night in yeah. doing seven and ten o'clocks. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm, I'm like part of me misses going to those like one of my Facebook statuses from that night was I love midnight showings. But, like, and I miss them? Yeah, but I don't think you can get me out at midnight to go see Yeah, them. I mean, it, it's, it's, again, like, I'm, I'm 33 now, and I like sleep, so I don't I don't get it too often these days. So, uh, but... Maybe once a year I would do it. Like, get, get, it has to be, but it has to be a very good movie. Like, or, I mean, a movie I'm really excited I, for. More so than, like, a, a midnight movie, I'd be more interested in, like a marathon of movies mm-hmm. and being like, hey, we're going to be here for a day. Like, the, the burpee breaks. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like that. Like how they do it with uh, the best picture. Like I think AMC around here does the best picture thing where they show all the best picture films during a weekend. Mm-hmm. Like that, that to me is a lot more appealing than just going to a, a midnight movie. Okay. So Thor, 10 years later, uh, I'm, I've warmed up to it a little bit. Okay. Is that in, in your... I'm, it's, it's still... Right where it was for me. Okay. Like, there, there were... The things that I like about it definitely aged well, and then the things I remember not liking about it. Because, again, like, I, I always enjoyed this film, so... So, yeah. But that's Thor. Uh, so our next movie will be X-Men First Class. Which, spoiler alert for that, that is the movie that I've seen the most at a movie theater. Really? Yes. How many times? Seven. Okay. I saw that movie seven times at the movie theater. It took the place of the original Jurassic Park, which I saw six times at a movie theater. And if you want to know why I saw this movie seven times at the movie theater, tune tune in in next next week. (laughs) And I will tell you this story. I will regale you with my love of X-Men First Class. Okay, so X-Men First Class is is our next movie, so please go watch X-Men First Class. check it out. um, Is Is it streaming on anything? It should be Disney+. Plus. At this point, have they have they moved the Fox movies over? That's, I think so. And that's one thing I'm gonna have to take notes on is finding out if any where of these everything are streaming. is where everything is. So, <laughs> what we're gonna, I, I apologize in advance for all of these because some of these you're gonna have to do some probably some some rentals on your favorite streaming service. To, or go to uh, or, or go to your local library for free. Yes, <laughs> I we can't. I would say uh, your local video store if you have one. Cause support local business, but <laughs> that's another thing. It's like 2011, like video stores were still around. We were still renting yeah. movies, man. Yeah. Yep. No, no. Then Hastings went away, and everything. It was a dark time when that went away. Okay. I remember. Yeah, I remember the last time I went to one. So <laughs> let's just let's just date us, and also like hit us with our location. So if you know what Hastings Hastings is, pour one out. <laughs> so. Aside from uh, movies, like I said at the top of the show, we'll be doing two shows. Two shows. Uh, each one chosen by us. I've seen one. He's seen one. We haven't seen the other. Um, the first one, uh, which will come after our first batch of like 10, 11 movies, is Person of Interest. Yes. Uh, which debuted in 2011. That's the thing. These are two shows that debuted in 2011. Uh, produced by J.J. Abrams. Created by Jonathan Nolan. Christopher Nolan's okay. uh, brother. The show is based, just, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically Batman without suits. 
Starring Jesus. Starring Jesus. Um, yes. I'm in. <laughs> um, th- th- like, so if if you're interested in a, a show that tricks you into thinking it's a procedural, but then becomes the most timely commentary on American surveillance of its citizens uh, during the 2010s, um, and this is an awesome action show with Benjamin Linus from Lost. Uh, check out Person of Interest. See, what's going to be funny is, like, you say Lost, and I think the first Saw film. It's like, that's what I know him from. He was in Saw? He was in Saw. Oh. So, that, and then my show... Which will be the thing we cap this first yeah, season off on. Is the first season of Game of Thrones. And only kill me now. The, the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so you've never watched Game of Thrones. I've seen like an episode in the background. Okay. Like, <laughs> see, so what's gonna be great about this is I'm not gonna like hurt him too badly. It's like I'm gonna I'm gonna cut him off of Game of Thrones around the time that I originally walked away from that show. So it won't hurt him like so many shows have hurt us in the past. But hearing that this guy watched Lost, I don't feel too bad. So I love Lost. Like, I, I, I'm one of, like, five people in the world that liked how that show ended. All right. See? <laughs> you never know. He might say that certain shows stuck the landing, but... I think it did. All right. How about your mother? Did not. No. Neither did Dexter. Hey, but it's coming back. <laughs> Yay. So, okay, final segment. Yes. Uh, some movie news. I took... Some notes on some things that have came out in the news lately. Uh, Extraction 2 on Netflix with Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Related. <laughs> did you see the first Extraction? I did see the first Extraction. Um, I really just wish that it was one movie. But, you know, <laughs> what What? What can you do? Um, yeah, they released the teaser for uh, last week. That okay. They're coming out with Extraction 2 at some point yep. soon. Netflix had their big, like, just trailer drop. Yeah. So, um, Stranger Things, I'm, I'm excited to, to see that coming back. Where, 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 where all the kids are weirdly in their 20s now. <laughs> hey, you know what? We all get older, so it's okay. It's okay. At least, you know, they're getting older, unlike, you know, the X-Men cast in future films from First Class to Dark Phoenix over the course of 30 years where they don't age <laughs> at all. Okay. Bringing it back full circle. Yeah. So what's coming next week? Super Mario animated movie. Have you seen... Did you see the news about... I saw the news and uh, spoiler alert for things that are coming in 2011 and future episodes. I like Chris Pratt. Yeah. I think he is a very like talented actor. But there are certain things that I enjoy him in and certain things that I do not enjoy him in. And I think that they missed a golden opportunity to cast Danny DeVito <laughs> as Mario with Charlie Day as Luigi. So that's me being my, my hipster self. Um, I understand why it's there. I didn't see Sonic. I feel like Captain Lou Albano will forever be the greatest Mario that we ever got. And, uh... Well, I, like, so, the the original Super Mario Bros. movie... Yes. You, you like it? No. You don't? Okay, no. I like it. Like, I watched that movie a lot as, you know, a kid. Like, I, I never played the, the, okay. the games or anything, 
So just like I, I wouldn't. I feel like the. the well, I, I, well, I played something. I feel like the set design is great in that, but that's not a Mario movie. Like that, mm. that's a Mario movie in name only. So, um, yeah, but I haven't watched it as an adult. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it'll be interesting. I'm. You know, it's gonna make money. People want to see that. Sonic made money, so we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, uh, Chris Pratt is Mario. Charlie Day is Luigi. Which yeah. I, I, I get that. Jack I, Black I is see. Bowser. Is probably the the thing that gets me the most hyped. So Anna Taylor Joy is Peach. Okay. Uh, I don't know who Keegan Michael Key, Seth Rogen are also yeah, in it. So it's I, a it's a cast. So it's a cast. Rogen's playing Donkey Kong, and Keegan is playing Toad. So that that should be interesting for sure. Okay. Uh, Did you watch any of the other Netflix trailers that dropped? Did you watch like the Cowboy Bebop or? No, I haven't seen okay. Cowboy Bebop. So, uh, so but yeah, the the duo who wrote Teen Titans Go and Teen Titans Go to the movies are directing it. Uh, and the people who wrote uh, Matthew Matthew Fogel who wrote. The Lego Movie Two, the second part, and so, Minions: so, The Rise of Gru. So is su- writing it. so suddenly, like I didn't realize who was writing it or anything along those lines. Suddenly, that makes a lot more sense with Chris Pratt and Charlie Day doing voices for the Lego Movie. Yeah, because yeah, Chris I mean, Pratt was in the, was yeah. in that. So. I, I'm sure the Lego Movie will come up on this the Catching Up podcast in in ten years. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't even know when that came out, but I mean, we got, I believe, twenty episodes. That was, I was in Indianapolis. I was living in Indianapolis, going to grad school. Okay. Which was thirteen to fourteen. Okay. So wow, it's been a while. It's it's, it's been it's Gosh. been a minute. So, did you see the Army Army of Thieves trailer? Zack Snyder's Army of Thieves. I yes, I did. Did you see Army of the Dead? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, I was I was watching the trailer. I was like, wait, is this? Is this a sequel or so, a prequel? I couldn't remember if he, the, the character so, died or not. Yeah, so that that actor was definitely a high point yeah. for Army of the Dead, but I don't know. Like Zack Snyder, like I like some of Zack Snyder's stuff, and he made one hell of a zombie movie back in the day. Army of the Dead was not it though. <laughs> so, but you know, people got to get their uh, their money with all of these streaming services and have to try to stand out and I'm sure uh, actually you know what I probably won't watch that one because I'll be watching stuff for this so um, <laughs> you know I'll be, I'll be I'll be catching up and may, maybe you know in another 10 years when we get to I just, 2022 yeah I just yeah. find it weird you, you make a prequel to a zombie movie that has nothing to do with zombies. That's that's. Hey, you know what? It's all a shared universe, and that's honestly one thing that I'm sure we will get to at some point. But as much as I love Marvel and the MCU for what they did to cinema, like what they gave us over the the past couple of years, they have absolutely destroyed the market with making every studio think that they need a shared universe and have to make so many sequels and everything to where they're not just focused on making one good movie anymore and going from there. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the world we live in now. And in 2011, thankfully, it wasn't the case. 
Did you see the trailer for the Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus? No. Comes out October eighth. But I am pumped because I love the Muppets, I love the Haunted Mansion, and I will actually be at Disney World the end of October. Are you Are you going to uh, Star Wars Land? Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Yes, I will be drinking blue milk. I will be piloting the Millennium Falcon, and I, I will see the rise of the Resistance. I hate as well, you so much. As you should. I so. Hate you so much. <laughs> That's that's things I can that's things I'm able to do as a bartender. It's pay for a house and a trip to Disney World with me and my wonderful girlfriend. Note to self, become bartender. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. So this has been the first episode of catching up with Aaron and Daniel. Yes. So we we're emerging from our time machine uh back in 2021. Yeah, it's a DeLorean. Uh <laughs> When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious stuff. PG-13. Stuff. (laughs) You get one shit. Oh, okay. You get one shit. And he got it. He got it right there because it wasn't me. I'm still still learning learning the rules of this thing. Guys, seriously, thank you so much for checking this out. Uh, This is the first episode. Obviously, we're going to have some speed bumps and everything, but... We will do better. This is a uh, project that Daniel and I are doing like out of love, and it's great to catch up with him. So please uh, come along on this ride with us, and uh, yeah, just have some fun. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Catching Up 2011. Boom. So, that's, that's, so, that's the Twitter handle. Um, we can cha- it's a handle you can change with each successive season of the show. Okay. So it would be Catching Up 2012, Catching Up 2013, whatever. So Catching Up 2011. So follow that, so you can see uh, updates on the show. So yeah, um, like and subscribe. Um, tell your geeky friends about these two white dudes uh, t- talking in Aaron's man cave or on Zoom, which whatever we'll have to do at any specific time. But yeah, catching up with Aaron and Daniel. This has been the first episode. I'm Daniel. I'm Aaron. And. Talk to you next week. <laughs> we'll we'll work on having like a closing out. So I mean, if you guys can think of something cool, that'd be nice for. Th- th- you, thank you for getting caught up with us. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> <laughs>